0: Praise be to God, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like a victory cry for the church, this exclamation rings out every Easter across the United States and across the world. The lights shine bright, the music shines brighter. It's quite a stark contrast to the weeks that lead up to this celebration of Christ's resurrection. Now, you might ask why I bring this up. Yes, I do know it's Christmas. You might wonder, why then? Isn't today a day of celebration? Can't today stand on its own? Why then am I trying to lump Easter in with Christmas? Well, the answer is really simple. To fully understand Christmas, you have to understand Easter. You have to understand Christmas within the context of Easter. And in order to understand Easter, you have to understand Jesus. But to understand Jesus, you have to know God's story. So what is God's story? What is that master narrative that pulls all of this together? You see, it starts in a garden, a garden that God created. And after creation, He said, it was very good. Adam and Eve, they were very good. But then they sinned. They no longer placed their trust in God. They placed their trust in themselves, and This act of disobedience initiated a chain reaction that reverberates even today. But that day in that garden, God promised a restoration. He promised a Savior. And on that first Christmas morning, that is exactly what He said. John writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The only man had the ability to sever a relationship with God, but only God had the ability to restore it. And although we didn't deserve His mercy, He extended it to us anyway. He sent us His one and only Son into His creation, this lowly child born of a virgin, this Child would grow into a man, fully man, but also fully God. Not once did Jesus give up his divinity. He couldn't if he was to save us. See, he had to remain fully God, but he also had to remain fully man so that he could share with us his victory. The Word was God and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And in perfect obedience and in complete willingness, Jesus traveled to the cross where he became sin. Our sin. And he suffered God's Judgment in our place. And after He suffered, after atonement was made for every sin, He breathed His last and He gave up His life. But this doesn't end God's story. For three days later, He was raised from the dead as a sign of victory. Victory over sin. Victory over death. But even that Doesn't conclude the story. We read from Paul's letter in Hebrews this morning that long ago, many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom He also He created the world. Conqueror of death, victor over sin, resurrected in body, now reigns at the right hand of God. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And so this is one reason why we celebrate Christmas. Because God's mercy has manifest itself in the form of, of a baby. And this baby was born to deliver us from eternal destruction. Jesus is born. He is born indeed. Hallelujah. But is that it? Is that the complete narrative? What about us? What's our part In all of this, where do we fit into this story? It's Christmas. So maybe an analogy might be that of a wrapped present. One sitting under your tree. It's one that is magnificently wrapped, the bow perfectly tied. You can read your name on the tag. You know that's yours. And enclosed within that paper, you know that there is a gift of unimaginable value. A gift that will change your life forever. All eternity. So the question to you is this. Do you want to be the one to open it? Or would you rather the contents of the gift be described to you? That gift, it's yours either way. But what will bring you more joy? Experiencing the gift yourself? Or simply having its benefits described That's the question. Do you want to hear the experience or do you want to be part of it? That same question can be asked about God's story. Do you want to hear about it? Or do you want to experience it? Do you want to be part of God's master narrative you can and you do when you believe in Jesus Christ and when you do this you don't simply hear the story of the baby in the manger but you experience it you find yourself there at the manger looking at the Godchild that has come into this world to take away your sins. The gifts that you bring Him are exactly those, your sins, wrapped in shame and regret. You lay them all down at His feet. And you trust, That He will pick them up, place them on His shoulders, and carry them to the cross for your sake. And you experience Him at the table where He offers you His body and His blood for the forgiveness of those sins. You see, the story of Christ's earned salvation is not complete without you. The story of Christ's earned salvation is just that. The story. If you don't include yourself within that context. Jesus didn't die so that the world could tell a good story. He died for you. He died and he rose again because you are part of his story. You're intertwined in God's master narrative. You are the reason. For Christmas. So you say, aha, now I understand the complete story. But there's more. The last page hasn't been turned yet, the back cover hasn't yet been closed. Christmas is not just about reflecting backward in time, backward in the life of Christ, but also forward to His return. His church waits in anticipation for the day when He ushers in a new heaven and a new earth. And on that day, God will wipe away everything Tear from our eyes. And on that day, there will be no more death. There will be no more mourning, no more crying. On that day, He will make His dwelling place among us, and He will dwell with us, and He will dwell, and we will dwell with Him for all eternity. Life in the presence of God, that's the final chapter. But it's a chapter that will never, ever end. And that, that is the complete story. It's a story about God's love for His creation. Mankind's fall into sin. God's plan for redemption. It's all about His Son, entering into His creation, assuming our sin, accepting our punishment, and rising from the dead. It's about declaring us forgiven on account of not us, but of Christ, of His Son. And it's about Him sharing with us that victory. Most of all, most of all, It is about the promise of life everlasting with God. All because the baby lying in the manger. Jesus is born. He is born indeed. Hallelujah. Please pray with me. O, sing of Christ, whose birth made known the kindness of the Lord. Eternal word made flesh and bone so we could be restored. Upon our frail humanity, God's finger chose to trace the fullness of His deity, the icon of His grace. He came to that which was His own, but He was not received, yet still through Him God's glory shone and some His name believed. To these he gave the right to be the heirs of heaven above, born not of human ancestry, but born of God in love. Lord Jesus Christ, you deigned to dwell among us here on earth as God with us, Emmanuel, to bring his holy birth. O rich, you willingly became one with our poverty, that we might share your wealth and name for all eternity. Amen.